0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 31st of May. The US Federal Reserve provides what is politely referred to as a summary of anecdotal evidence, which, let's face it, is just gossip for economists. The Beige Book is always of some interest, but ahead of the June meeting of the FOMC, there is uncertainty about whether the Federal Reserve will finally halt the relentless hike-hike-hike process that has done so much unnecessary damage in recent months. The Beige Book is not exempt from the problems of other surveys, especially with political polarisation being what it is in the United States, but it does at least avoid reducing the complexities of the economy into a single and generally meaningless figure. The US economy does have some resilience, but equally it is clear that the stockpile of consumer savings has been consumed at an unsustainable pace, and the consumer is likely to be slowing further. We'll be getting French and German May consumer price inflation data released today. These numbers are expected to slow. The regional German data is already indicating this and it follows from a fairly large slowdown in the Spanish numbers yesterday. It would not do to read too much into a single month's data release, of course, but there are some helpful suggestions. Spain was quite early in highlighting the potential for profit-led inflation as an issue, and while the government policies were not necessarily that successful in a direct sense, consumer awareness about what was driving inflation may have helped to tackle the third inflation wave. More broadly, the idea that inflation is unavoidably destined to be sticky is rather blown out of the water by these numbers. The idea is similarly ridiculed by the regional disinflation forces evident in the United States. Countries have the inflation rates that they choose to have. There's nothing inevitable about stickiness. What is inevitable is that we're still talking about the debt ceiling farce in the United States. The House Rules Committee did whatever it is the House Rules Committee does and allowed the compromise on the debt ceiling to pass to the full House, where a vote is possible as soon as today. There are shrill protests from political extremists, but markets seem content to assume a small amount of common sense exists within Congress. Remember that extremism tends to get more media attention, because it's extreme, and shouldn't be taken as being representative of the mainstream view in Congress. Japan released somewhat disappointing retail sales and industrial production data, although the details weren't quite as bad as the headline suggested. China released a couple of business sentiment opinion polls, which were disappointing enough to animate those investors who still put their faith in such things. The story from these data sets, to the extent that a coherent story can be told, continues to suggest a slowing demand for things in the global economy. Manufacturing sentiment in China weakened further. Export orders were part of the weakness in Japanese industrial production. Global trade volumes seems set to decline as a share of real GDP in the world economy this year. Some of this may be due to production shifts and simplifying supply chains, but it's all a bit too soon for that to be really showing up. More of this is likely to be due to changing consumption patterns and perhaps more significant structural change. People's preferences may well have shifted away from goods and as more people work from home there will be more efficient use of physical resources in an economy. Greater efficiency means less need to buy and trade stuff. That's all for today. Have a good day.